98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Coming off the court, you hear it straight from a Suns player with Burns and Gambo. Presented by First Bank. First Bank is proud to be the official bank of the Phoenix Suns. First Bank, banking for good. Member FDIC. Every Tuesday, it's always a pleasure for us at 3 o'clock to welcome in a member of the Phoenix Suns organization, one of the players on the floor. And it's a treat to have this guy back on our airwaves talking Suns basketball with us. Joining us right now here on the Burns and Gambo Show, Frank the Tank, Frank Kaminsky, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo. Frank, welcome back to the show. I hope this phone call finds you well. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Well, you've really you've really found a home here. Three straight one year contracts. The coaching staff loves you. You've you know, you did leave short term to go out to Sacramento and then you were able to come back with the Phoenix Suns. But what is it about Phoenix where you feel like this is a good role for you playing with Monty? Um, well I just think he believes in me and that that's huge. That's everything for me. Um, you know, he's confident in what I can do. He trusts me putting me on the floor and just lets me go play and and that's a big thing. You can't ask for much more as a player. You know, I want to go back to the Atlanta game because I saw some – you had a great game against the Hawks. You know, DeAndre's out. You come in, 16 points, six rebounds, four assists. You came in when McGee got poked in the eye in the first quarter. But I really saw some things special with your defense. I mean, late in that game, you forced Trey Young into a bad shot. That was a big play in the game. Um, then you got that dunk on the other end on the pass from McHale. But uh, just how much have you worked on that defensive side uh, of your game? Because there were some big plays you've made defensively in these last few games. Um, I've worked a ton on it. Um, I know that's been something that I've needed to get better at in my career. Um, you know, it's just all about being able to move laterally. Obviously, you know, when you compare my defense to DeAndre's defense, they're not really comparable. But, um, you know, for everyone else out on the court, when you're playing that center position, you got to be able to move your feet and keep people in front of you. So it's just been a big point of emphasis for me to just be able to do that and I feel like so far this season and with the work I've put in in the last couple of years I've been able to go out and showcase that. Frank Kaminsky our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show uh the Sun Center joining us here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station uh did you ever imagine you'd get to a point in your career where Chris Paul would call you a point guard's dream a guy who knows how to play the pocket is that uh when he said that about you after I think it was the Hawks game did, did that did your ears perk up on that one? Absolutely. Um, you know, we talk a lot, obviously, you know, Chris being in the ball screen so much and, you know, every NBA team just running pick and rolls all the time. He's in constant communication with the bigs on our team about things he's seeing, what we should be doing. And, you know, for me, it's just being able to, to read how things are going and just go out there and make a play without having to say anything about it. And, you know, that's a big part of our system. A part of the way we play offense is just being able to read and make plays and, you know, that's something that's kind of come natural for me. So it's it's good that Chris and I kind of have that um, relationship so far early on in the season, and hopefully we can keep it going through the rest of the year. Do you, do you feel like you had that with him last year, or, or is this a relatively new thing for the two of you with what you're working on at practice together? Um, I feel like there were glimpses of it last year, but obviously, you know, with me going and being in and out of the rotation a lot last year, um, you know, you don't always get to, you know, build on it. You know, there might be a game here and there where you're, it feels like it clicks, but this year it just feels like it, it's working and it's clicking and I understand what he's looking for and I know how to play off of it. You know, any situation, however, they're defending the ball screen, 
you know, what they're trying to do defensively, whether it's take him out, not let him get to his mid-range, trying to blitz him to get the ball out of his hands. There's just so many different ways and so many different things that teams have thrown at him so far this year, and it's just being able to read and react without having to talk about it or have any breakdowns. Look, there's no doubt that that guy loves to play the game, but I've been noticing this for, for a couple of years now with him in his second year. Uh, he seems to really enjoy playing with the second unit. Do you, do you get that feeling? Absolutely. Um you know, it's different. You know, the second unit, you know, especially for us, we kind of move the ball around a little bit more. Um, the ball's hopping. You know, it's he gets a little bit more freedom to command everything that's going on. Um, you know, it's just fun. You know, and that's a good thing about our team. You know, so far this year, you know, sometimes, you know, we'll go in and the starters will start off slow and the second unit will come in and, and inject kind of energy into our offense. There's been games where the second unit has brought us back. It's just kind of pick your poison with our team and you know we have a lot of guys that can play and play at a high level and and whoever's on the court I know is just trying to go hard so that's that's part of our culture and you know trying to get back to where we were last year yeah there's no doubt that that second unit has ignited a bunch of victories last night was a little different right because last night you have the big third quarter you guys are up 22 going into the fourth. You come out, and it's, the, it's, it's, it's you, and it's Campaign, and Cam Johnson, and Landry, and Abdul. And unfortunately, they had to put the starters back in with about five minutes left. I know you guys take a lot of, pray, a lot of pride in trying to finish that game out, but they had to bring back the starters. What were some of the issues that second unit had last night in allowing Sacramento to get back in the game? Um, they just started playing in desperation mode, and we kind of— got a little relaxed, turned the ball over a few times, gave them a little bit of confidence, and then it just kind of built from there. Um, you know, we talked about it after the game. You know, we got to be better better in those situations and putting games away. Um, you know, just so we know what it feels like again this year. You know, we built ourselves a big lead last night and then just didn't put it away. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to come out of there with a win. But, you know, in those situations, we definitely got to be better. Frank Kaminsky, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Suns beat the Sacramento Kings last night. They've won five straight games now on the season, and and Frank has had a big role in four of those five, playing a lot of minutes, and three of them in particular with no DeAndre Ayton. Not looking for breaking news here or anything, but just curious. Do you you have a sense in terms of how much longer kind of this run is going to go without Ayton and how they're going to kind of lean on you during this time where they may not have them? Have they communicated that to you at all? Um, you know, just kind of taking it day by day. You know, I'm not sure, you know, the extent of what he's feeling. Obviously, that's that's him. Uh, that's his body. But, um, you know, I know he wants to be back out there. He's very – I think you guys know DeAndre at this point. He's very vocal. Um, you know, he's very excitable, very enthusiastic, and I know he wants to be out there playing and – you know, it's early on in the season, so I want to make sure he's 100% healthy before, you know, going out there. Because this is a tough stretch for us. There's a lot of games in a short amount of time. Sure. And just want to make sure that he's healthy and he's comfortable going back out there on the floor. You know, we talk about it. You guys have won five games in a row. You haven't played the best competition, but you've won five games in a row to get back on track. How, how do you look at this stretch? I mean, obviously, you probably feel like you need to play better, but... You know, in these five games, you have found ways to win these games. Where do you think you guys are right now? I think, you know, I think we're building. Um, You know, obviously coming off of last year, there's an expectation of the level that you want to play at. And, you know, in some regards, you know, it feels like we haven't really played up to that level. But, you know, it's early on in the season. You know, we're coming off a a long run with a short offseason. 
Uh, it's just getting back into it. And I think we've shown a lot in these games, especially these last couple games where we've had lulls in games and been able to, you know, find it, pull it out, you know, get the stops when we need to make the big plays. And, and I think that's something big for us going forward because that was something we held our uh, hats on last year was just being able to make the right plays, the winning plays all the time. And I think that's something we've shown in this this last four or five games. Uh, you're a few years removed, but I know Wisconsin does play tonight against St. Francis College of Brooklyn. Do you do you watch that game or no? Uh, yeah, I'm going to tune in to see. Um, you know, I'm not going to put too much stock in it. You know, I remember going back into college when there was the tune-up games early in the season. Uh, but I don't want to get ahead of myself because I don't know anything about St. Francis Brooklyn. So <laughs> I don't know if they're like a good team or I don't I don't know anything about them. So I don't want to get on here and saying it's going to be an easy cakewalk and then just have it be something completely different. But you still follow along though, right? You still go back and watch the the alma mater play when you can. Absolutely. You know, when I got when we're not playing and they're on TV, I always throw it on and watch. You know, you, you still feel a special sense of pride to your school and in what you accomplished there. So yeah, I, I love to tune in and know what's going on. Yeah, well, I, I know you're definitely a fan favorite with a lot of Suns fans every time you come into the game. Uh, so thanks for carving out a few minutes of your Tuesday to join us for uh, here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Frank, we wish you the very best this season. I'm sure we'll catch up with you at some point since it's such a long year. Thank you for the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Frank.